<laughs> Once again, welcome back to part two of ghost tours and all sorts of stuff. So you remember in our last episode, part one, we discussed um, our adventures to the La Quinta in Dallas, which was formerly the Scott and Hotel Lawrence. And then we discussed our trip to Europe and um, my encounter with some disembodied form <laughs> outside our window saying hello. Um, and my second time, maybe more, of leaving Janice <laughs> to die. <laughs> so I promise third time is a charm. I won't do it again. But now this just ensures that it will be a third time. I will sacrifice <laughs> my life. Don't know when it's going to happen, but most likely it'll be at a hotel like the other two events. Yes. <laughs> I'm not proud of it. <laughs> I survived both times, so it's okay. You did. Mm-hmm. You thrived. <laughs> Getting stronger each time. So um, the next thing we wanted to talk about, we like to go on ghost tours, as you know, and it's a fantastic way to learn the real history, the underground history of a place that looks all shiny happy um so we went to one in grapevine texas and my friend amy came along she actually she said i haven't seen you in a while i'm gonna give you two choices do you want to do the stranger things pop-up or do you want to do the ghost tour and i spoke for janice (laughs) and i picked the ghost tour it was fun um and it was it was good and I was thinking, though, about the Stranger Things, and I had mentioned the Vecna clock in the previous episode. Do you have a Vecna song? No. I don't think I do, and I'm just, I would just be taken. Yeah, at this point, I'm just like... I can't think on the spot. I don't have one song that will get me out of that situation at all. My family certainly couldn't find something that would work in time. Not in time. So... Congrats to them for uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of anything, any happy song that's gonna pull me out. It doesn't have to be happy. Like this has a song that has some meaning to you. Meaning, okay. Um, I just there's just so many, so many. I guess if I were like whatever age that they are, I would have had a more clear idea. Yeah, it's a sign of the times, really, because I mean, Def Leppard or something. Dang it! You know what? We better figure that out. I'm gonna take the cheap way out and say that uh, placebos cover of Running Up That Hill is pretty awesome. And I actually heard that version first really? years ago. Like, gosh. I think I heard that on a road trip. It came on one of the weird XM Yeah, stations. I heard that like over a decade ago, um, back in my 20s. And I was like, love this song. Did not know that it was a cover of Kate Bush's Running Up That Hill until recently when I heard it on Stranger Things. That I knew because I'm old. I didn't know that at all. But the 80s um, were amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I love them. Um, yeah, we should ask. I'm going to put out a poll, and hopefully you guys will tell us your Vecna song, because I'm really just interested in that, and I think it's something we should all know. Yeah, guys, contact us. It's important to we know We don't hear that. from a lot of y'all. We hear from some of you, but we don't yeah, hear from all of you. There's a million ways you can message us. Yeah, don't be anywhere you found us. embarrassed to message us either. No. Honestly, we've heard it all. Yeah, we're teachers in high school. There's nothing you can say to us. Honestly. That we would judge you for. I would be surprised if I did ever. hear anything that was, like, new. Just don't be mean. No, I can't handle that. <laughs> um, so I'll just block you. <laughs> <laughs> so Grapevine, you know, Texas has, I guess every state has a lot of the little 
original town, whatever you call it, main streets with all the old buildings and, um, you know, the courthouses and things like that. Um, but Grapevine has like one of the longest, that's what she said, um, <laughs> main uh, drags of Main Street that has a lot of the um, original type of buildings. Yeah, they um, said they have all the original storefronts that are still intact and they didn't change any of them or tear them down or rebuild them and that they were originally founded, well, not officially, but they were around before Fort Worth. They're like nine years older, apparently, than Fort Worth. I know. I think every city, though, has a, a, a story where they were supposed to be the real main city. Um, I don't know. I feel like we've heard that a lot of times. And then what else did I say they all have on their tour? Shoot. Um, I don't know. Oh, Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. All the <laughs> Texas tours every have. every Texas tour. Every Texas tour has, has a mention of Bonnie and Clyde. Uh, Texas is huge. Yeah, we're and like, there we weren't get it. cars. There's no way. <laughs> Maybe there were cars, but even with a car, there's no way Bonnie and Clyde did all these things in all these towns. And there's always some person in the town that's a hero when it comes to Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah, it's so a short it's amount funny. of time, too. And if you have never been to Texas, look at the map, at least. It's massive. It's huge. Even with a car, it takes days. Especially back then. And whatever, you know, yeah, there's car no I-20 or, or make I-35. or model car that they had back then. I'm not a Bonnie and Clyde like aficionado. I don't know any, everything about them. But yeah, I'm expert. curious as to which ones they actually were in. Yeah. Um, just like Billy the Kid is buried in like 800 different uh, Texas towns as well. Like one little piece of him, like a little horcrux, they put in every <laughs> single Texas town. He's now Voldemort. But it's a it's a beautiful area um, and a really good tour. Our tour guide was a, a theater kid back in the day, so she had a really good speaking. And a microphone. A microphone. I wish they all did that. Unless you have a really loud, booming voice. Yeah. Because the last tour I was on, he was very soft-spoken, yeah. and there were a bunch of kids with us. And the kids aren't interested in that. So we couldn't hear him. Yeah, FYI, if Molly and I ever, um, which we're thinking about, starting a tour, then I'm just going to tell you right now ahead of time, it's probably going to adults be only. adults only. <laughs> there will never be a time where we're like, bring your whole fam. No. It will have drinking spots. Yeah, no offense to the family, but it's just adults only. And off-color humor. Very off-color. And I don't want to feel bad about it. And sarcasm. And it's, We're not teaching on our tour. Yeah, no, it's going to be dark. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing about, and we had Amy with us again, so we were cutting up, and I and we were not the best students. So... <laughs> Honestly, that our tour guide was amazing, but <laughs> we were always lagging behind. We were taking pictures, and my soul speared away several yes, times. Yes, yes. <laughs> it was really hot, and I was using the SLS, um, which is very creepy. And then Amy, I have to show you. Did she put you on that? She sent a picture where she turned it on in her backyard, and the caption under it was. I have made a mistake. <laughs> no. She was like, what have I done? She but it was outside. Her... Like something was sitting in an empty chair around her fire pit. Okay. No. And anytime we've done, we've done the, um, the EVP out back there and we, it just goes, 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 goes. And it's always really just like violent and brutal. Um, I guess the land that they're on, there's all kind of stuff went down. Um, so it she is... ran inside the yeah. house. That's crazy. Yeah. She, I would have known not to turn that on. At least it was outside though. Yeah, and the dog, there's a second picture of her dog looking at that chair, which is okay. what she made her. 
It, see, it solidifies it. Yeah. Her <laughs> dog is so like, like an angel. Like, yes, just amazing. Um, but back to Grapevine. So yeah, she was there. So we were just catching up and with our stories and stuff and not doing a good job of paying attention. Um, SLS wise, we got to go back um, in the neighborhoods right there, um, right off the town square or whatever. And there were some gorgeous houses. Gorgeous I can't imagine. Homes. I can't afford one. No, it's beautiful though. And they're kept intact. Yeah. Very well preserved. I love it when they don't tear down the original structures. It's like they encapsulated the entire town and stuck it in time. Yes. And just repurposed all the buildings that are there and some of the houses. But most people live in those homes now or they've used, they're using it for a business. Like we went to one home that's now being used as a salon um, and they've had experiences there and just for fun because it's nice when you have people that take on an old house or building and they have fun with it because they know the history of it and it's worth it yeah and so they have a third story window where they put a mannequin head (laughs) in the window and like dress it up and everything and uh it does spook the people out because they don't tell people they're doing it it was a creepy town it was like an interesting juxtaposition of how beautiful everything was and all the stores were so happy um, but yeah, I would not want to be there in the dead of night, um, alone with none of the lights on. Absolutely not. By the time we looked, it was dark. really active. <laughs> um, but the SLS at the building you just mentioned, um, there was, I'll, I'll put a picture of it on the different sites, but it looked like a figure hanging either from the house itself, but I looked down under it and there was a big old tree stump. So there used to be a tree there. So I hate that that's a common theme in our Texas stories, yeah. but it's a common theme in our Texas Pretty stories. Pretty sure there was a body hanging. And the thing is, I looked at that picture again. Mm-hmm. I think it was like late last night or early this morning. Yeah. Late last night. And the body, usually in SLS, if you've ever used one or you've watched a lot of Ghost Adventures or other shows that use SLS, um, the figures twist are twisting or moving, showing some kind of movement. This one stayed you know, goosebumps. dead. And the neck was bent. The neck was bent like a neck would be bent if someone had their neck broken from being hanged from a tree. And so arms were down to the side, legs were limp, arms were limp, head was bent. So, and there was no movement in it. So I'm pretty confident that that SLS was a um, body hanging from what used to be a tree. Mm. And I'll put, I'll put that up on the Instagram and Facebook page. Um, Cause yeah, it was quite spooky. I may even put it out on TikTok. Oh yeah, go ahead. I don't know if yes. I can figure out how to do ours. Um, on a lighter note, though, Janice liked one story in particular. <laughs> um, so I like to check out and in of stories and paying attention to people quite often, and only she wanders off. Yeah, my mind perked up when I heard this lovely story. So and it's dark, so go figure. Mm-hmm. So I was taking pictures and I was like multitasking big time. I was taking pictures. I was recording. I was doing EVPs. I was walking around. I was like nowhere near the group sometimes. And I was like in the alleyway. Um, And then she started talking about this woman who was worried that her husband was not coming home when he was supposed to be coming home. Mm -hmm. And so she suspected and rightfully so, like, because women have excellent intuition. She suspected that her husband was cheating. And so she decided to follow him one night. And sure enough, she goes to this restaurant where her husband is. She goes outside, goes outside the window, looks into the restaurant, 
and sees her husband sitting there having dinner with another woman. Oh, hell no. And so she is livid. And so instead of going home and wallowing and being sad and depressed and like, oh, woe is me, she decides to go back to her truck, not a car, her truck, (laughs) sit there, wait patiently. That rage patience is strong. Oh, it's strong. Wait patiently for her husband to finish his lovely meal with his companion. (laughs) And even still, waits until he comes out of the restaurant, says goodbye to his date and whatever he does with her. Still patient, waits for him to cross the crosswalk at a safe time because you have to wait for it to tell you to walk. She waited until that, that time. (laughs) And then she waited again. The last moment of her patience was when he got to the middle of the crosswalk. She's like, this is peak time. (laughs) Last thing he heard and anyone in the surrounding area heard was the rubbing of an engine. She floored it. And the thud. And heard a (laughs) big thud. She ran her husband over and the body parts were scattered across the Didn't road. Didn't she back up and run over him again? I think, I'm not sure if she mentioned or turned that. turned around. I thought she did. She might have, <laughs> but I mean, as soon as I heard that part of the story, I'm just like, I need to get the picture of this crosswalk. So I did yeah. take a picture of the crosswalk in the surrounding area. I haven't checked out those pictures yet, but if I see anything, I will definitely post them on our Instagram. But yeah, I thought it was a fun little story. Um, <laughs> I don't condone people just murdering people if you're upset with them or anything like no. that. But I mean interesting though i think it was in the heat of the moment yeah it's a crime of passion crime of passion i'm pretty sure she got off too yep probably yeah um we also learned on that tour when we were listening um that there's a highway called 121 right there in grapevine pretty big highway takes you to south lake and everything else yeah yeah but when they were building it um there was a cemetery in the way or whatever (laughs) So they're always they, in the way. They they took the tombstones away so they have a nice flat surface, but they left the bodies and put the highway right over the bodies. So when you're driving down 121, you're driving over the dead. I feel like that's one of those things that probably happens a lot. It happens a lot. It does happen a lot because I was telling Which Molly weird. about um, some family land that my family has or had in Louisiana. And Louisiana. that's what the government, local and otherwise did with our land in certain cemeteries in country towns they were like we need roads and highways mm. and bodies are in the way that hard to go around them it's not like you're blasting through a mountain or anything yeah they're like these Which bodies are in do. the way they've done it in arlington too apparently in arlington and i think we've told this story in the past maybe in season one um about certain cemeteries in arlington there is a cemetery at arlington or there was um that held black and white people but also the servants of johnson who founded parts of arlington anyways and those tombstones and grave sites are now underneath one of the new apartments that they've built and um gas stations oh and car wash it explains a lot yeah and you always hear stories about people seeing just figures on the shoulder of a road and that really kind of Makes more sense to me now. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I've had it. Sorry, this is a little insert and this is no, random. No, please do. But now that Molly's mentioned that, I just thought of a story um, seeing people on the side of the road. And I always thought, 
that's weird. I've already told a story in season one about seeing a girl on the side of the road. This one's different. This one oh. involves um, me leaving uh, Lubbock. I was on my way back to Lubbock. And it's when I made this wonderful 19-year-old decision to <laughs> leave Lubbock, which is six hours away from where I actually live. So I left college in Lubbock, drove six hours to Arlington to go to a New Year's Eve party. Because I, had I thought to, it was farther than six hours. I had to go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, had to go. That told, made sense in my mind, even though I had basketball practice the next day because I was there on a scholarship. So smart choices, people. Don't do this. Anyways, I left Lubbock, went to Arlington for a New Year's Eve party, had fun, and then decided to not rest and just make the drive back, you know, having gotten at least three to four hours of sleep. I just went right back to Lubbock. <laughs> That same night, and I was so sleepy. I mean, it was so dark. If you and there's ever, nothing out there, just mesas and plateaus. There is nothing. And so when I was getting closer and closer to Lubbock, we have to go through towns because they haven't built main roads except for mm-hmm. through these towns. So I don't, I can't figure out why they haven't thought of an alternate route. Anyways, so while I was driving, I kept on seeing flashes of white off Ooh, to the right ah, of the road. I don't know this story. Yeah, I, start, I started seeing flashes of white off to the side of the road to the right. And I kept on thinking in my 19-year-old head, I'm like, oh, well, it's probably just like my tired eyes. I'm really tired. just cows. Yeah, really tired. Or it could be like the reflection off the signs on the side of the road. But the signs were like black and yellow. And I'm sure they have reflective lights or whatever, but not like bright white. Maybe not them. (laughs) Yeah, not bright white and taller than the sign itself. And I kept on seeing them over and over again as I was driving. And I remember thinking to myself as I got older, I'm like, I wonder if this like a guardian angel just watching over me to make sure I got back safely. Because it was snowing at this time, too. And so the roads were ice. Guardian angels are very busy with 19-year-olds. Oh, yeah. Very. Yeah. My, mo- my mom always told me when I was younger and as I got older, she's like, God protects babies and fools. And I was definitely a fool. <laughs> I've heard so. teenagers and drunks. Yeah. <laughs> just span all of the... Everyone that's just dumb. Yeah. And doesn't and think needs, about anything. Needs a little help. <laughs> So I'm sure my guardian angel was like, you're just stupid, but I'm going to watch out for you. Make sure you don't crash into one of these mountains. <laughs> so what, what was it? What did you think it was? You think it was the guardian angel? Uh, yeah. Now that I think about, about it now, I think it had to be. And either my guardian angel kept on showing up throughout the drive on those roads because it was icy. Because yeah. I didn't mention that part of the story. It had, we had an ice storm. And in Lubbock is part closer to the, little, the panhandle of Texas. And that part of Texas typically gets the most ice and snow out of everywhere else. And so a storm had hit that same day, and we didn't know how heavy it was going to be. And I still thought to myself, best time to go back to Arlington, six hours, <laughs> for a New Year's Eve party, and then come back to the same snor- snow system that's going to be hitting the panhandle. We're either freezing hot or freezing cold. Yep. And so <laughs> no, I drove through the hot. ice, hot. and Lord knows, I don't know. And, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that was guardian angels or angel. My 19 year old genius story was, and you made me think of that because of 19 and uh, Lubbock. So Ronnie, our sound engineer slash husband, we were dating and we were in college and he went to tech for a while and I would drive out there at all hours again, just, just driven by love, (laughs) but I love him mama. And, um, I got a lot of speeding tickets. Um, but I was mad at him because we would break up a lot. We're, we're feisty Capricorns. And we were broken up, and I was just so mad. 
and it was New Year's also, which also made me think of this. Um, so I went to just this random New Year's party, made sure he knew I went. But I was so mad. I drank too much champagne, and then I started just drinking out of the bottle, and I chipped my tooth. <laughs> so I don't know. That's, that's all there is to that story. I don't know what it means. It just made me think about that. Back to the grapevine. We digress. Um, I took I took a bunch of pictures, and I'll put these up too. But and we talked about this before. How just in windows, you just see a lot of weird stuff. And yes, it could just be smudges. It could be reflections. So I try to make sure it's not any of those things. But sometimes it just you can't really explain it. Um, so we saw a lot of that. The EVP app that just you know puts the words up. It was pretty busy. We went to a restaurant and uh, Amy was with us and she was like, you know, turn it on because she was sensing something on the stairs and it had some, some interesting words um, to say, kind of like, what did it say, like attacking people or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it starts giving phrases. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, when mm-hmm. it starts giving phrases, like that's too weird. And um, I was telling Janice and Amy, because we were walking around, for some reason the word wench comes up every time I'm using the EBT EBP app and I'm starting to take that personally. <laughs> I feel like it's directed to me. It's a personal vendetta. They're they're just messing with me now. They just think it's hilarious. But Grapevine overall there has just wonderful stores and food and it's just a really cool place. And they have cool events. Um like they have a psychic come in and they do like it's a speakeasy type situation with blackjack. So it's, it's definitely worth the visit. I would say so. I'm looking at pictures right now to see if I can see anything to share with you guys. I'll probably end up finding it at in, in an opportune time, like at, late at night when I'm trying to sleep. That's when it usually is. When you're like, oh, It'll pop up and reveal no more itself. Sleeping. Yeah, that's what it usually happens to me. I know. It's where you look at it once and there's nothing and then you revisit and it's like, ooh. I sent you some with circles on it that you guys need to look at. Oh, okay, okay. Um. And then otherwise, some side trips within this week. Um, I took our youngest, we took our youngest to uh, UT in Austin, and um, which was great. She's all oriented. We're good to go. But we had a couple of days because the parent orientation was one day and hers was three days. So we were just tooling around, going to 6th Street and stuff, and we just saw these cemeteries. So it looks like Austin didn't just go over temp cemeteries. In fact, they built their highway up and over, which is respectable. Um, and they're very old. I always look at the old cemeteries. I don't, I don't mess with the, uh, the newer ones. I just feel weird about that. Like 1950s, my cutoff point, I'd mm-hmm. say, before I stop messing around with it. Yeah. Um, so I was called a wench again. And, and trees. So, again, we saw that one in Grapevine, but when I point the SLS at trees, and yes, it does pick up things that look like a face, but I don't know. It's almost like the tree gives off a figure, and trees don't really look like people. Sometimes the knots kind of do, but not really. So, I love trees. I was told I'm a druid in my past life. Um, so I think it just kind of picks up on their spirit, which I think is, is very cool as long as it's not picking up on something that happened at the tree, but the tree itself seems to, to give that off. Um, and I have some pictures again, SLS wise, where it looked like somebody was sitting on a tombstone and watching us 
walk around and then like pointing one of its arms at, at Ronnie while we were walking around. And then I pointed at him and it was like something was just either on his back or just walking along with him. And then the app said, you know, beside. So it was like right there. Um, we also went to old school again and we talked about old school pizza um, season one, I think. Yes. Because it's one of the, the first, you know, very haunted places that we had no idea was haunted that we would go to in Arlington. And um, we talked about, they call her Julie, although she's not Julie. I think that makes her mad. But, um, th- sorry, the pug just came in and is licking Janice's toes. <laughs> so he's determined to be part of everything. Um, so my husband and I sat down and I was like, Julie, are you here? And it said year which, I don't know, it doesn't make a lot of sense, but I just, I felt like that was her answering because it was immediate. Oh, that's creepy. Put that one up there. She's showing me a picture from, ooh. At first, okay, so sorry to cut into Molly's story. No, no, story. no, go, go, So go. I'm looking through the pictures of Grapevine, and I took pictures of several houses because I just thought they were neat looking. And I'm thinking I won't find anything, but I'm looking at this one picture, and it's a pretty big window in an old house built in the early 1900s, late 1800s. And I'm thinking it's a reflection of us standing on the sidewalk because there were several of us on the ghost tour. And so I thought, okay, well, that picture, I'll just debunk that by saying it's a reflection of one of the women that was on the tour with us because she's wearing the same color. But then I went to another picture and it's a face and the face is looking directly out of the window. It's orangish, like weird. And... The faces of a person that has brown hair with like bangs. That which, can, which window is that? It's the big front window off to the um, right of the house. The so funeral we, home or the? No, the um, the first house. Oh, we went the to, salon house with the, the tree, house. the stump. And so this face is looking directly out the window with what seems to be. There's two faces I can make out. And they're almost superimposed on top of each other. One's a little bit higher than the other, which makes me think that even if it were a reflection of who I thought was the woman that was wearing the same color dress, the head's not even in the right place. And it's not even like it's distorted. I thought about that too. Mm. Um, the body is away from the heads. Oh and my I see gosh. two faces. I'm going to so put I looked up on at Instagram. my pictures from the house and there was nothing. So that kind of, you know, shows you things. It wasn't something that was actually, like, permanently there that was solid necessarily. Um, Yeah, and also with ghost tours, there's always a funeral home, and there's always some kind of restaurant that uses the morgue. (laughs) It's like, it was the morgue, and then it always becomes a restaurant. Yeah, someone's like, you know what, this sounds like a great place to have a restaurant. I mean, anything. It could have been anything. Why a restaurant? Because it has sinks, I don't know, and drains. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> um, but yeah, back to Ju- Julie, quote unquote Julie. Um, then we were sitting there having a drink, and she said alcohol. And I remember from talking to the employees there that you know that was her home, and she disapproves of it's you know basically a bar now. Um, so I was like, I'm sorry, yeah, but I'm gonna drink this drink. Um, then it said some weird things that I thought weren't her anymore. It said tight. And I was like, is she in a tight space? I don't know. And there are other spirits there. 
or it could have been referencing that I was, I have anxiety, so I was convinced I was having a heart attack because um, my chest felt tight. It ended up being heartburn, but maybe she was like, you know, trying to comfort me. I don't know. And then it said lady in evening, which could have been me being there at night or prostitutes because it always comes back to prostitutes. The Grapevine tour had prostitute stories, of course, um, and brothels. I don't know if there are really that many brothels in Texas, but apparently there were a ton if every story is to be believed. And maybe some were even labeled brothels. Maybe they were just labeled as um, bed and breakfast. Little side business. Or, you know, come for, you know, a little They rest. talked about that at old school, that there's always, you know, that rumor was out there too. And it, the design of it would have worked. It has different rooms and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, then it said Tim, which is my brother, and I'm thinking, well, maybe it's just, you know, it really does just kind of look at my texts because, you know, everything listens to everything else. So maybe it's the app just kind of does scan my texts. But I know it doesn't because many times it's before I ever type or think or say it. And then it comes right up. Yeah. So um, and then it did say text, even though I didn't say that. Maybe it was saying, no, I'm not reading your texts. Um, and then it said hell, which it's been 105 here. What are we going on? Are we on the third week of it? Yes. Yeah. And you look at the app. There's no there's no end in sight. So we're burning up. Um, and then it said pretty, which of course was about me. Of course it was. Naturally. Yeah. So do you have any any side other side stories? Not since the grapevine tour. Um, what were you saying to me, though, before we started? About. At home. Oh, yeah. Well, um, in season one, if you all remember, I told several stories about my parents' house. I'm starting to think it's them. It's not really me. <laughs> um, my parents' house, they're, um, the first house they were in when I was really little, I can't remember anything that weird that happened then, except for thinking that The pajamas. That my, oh, yeah. The, sorry, the pajamas. That's yeah, the that weirdest happened. thing I've ever heard. Yeah. So maybe it is my parents in their houses. <laughs> Because that was the, f- and thing is, all my parents' houses, all three that they've ever owned, the very first one when they were in their 20s and 30s, the um, second one in their late 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s, and this last one, which they call their retirement home, whatever, all three of them were built from scratch. They were never anyone's home. Oh, it they, is them. They built it from <laughs> the ground up, so they were the only owners, or the first owners at the very least to be in those homes and so um that's weird but anyways yeah the first house had the story about my pajamas being taken and of course me freaking out about my raggedy ann doll which i thought <laughs> yeah. was annabelle because annabelle is a raggedy ann doll um but that's the only thing that i can think of that happened in the old that first ori- the original house from like the 70s and when they had it built anyways the second home which was the juggernaut I think I've told <laughs> stories about that one. Hearing my name called, seeing faces in the mirror, doors opening by themselves, walking in the attic. The horse on the ring camera. Yeah, the horse and the man standing next to the horse on the ring camera and the ring going off even though there was nothing in front of the house, not even a passing car or a leaf or a bird. Um, and then, of course, the the figure that looked like my dad Ooh, that wasn't my worst. dad that walked from the garage area straight through to the bedroom where they slept um the alarm 
opening the doors going off when no one was going into the house or out of the house. That house is something else. People live live there now, so I'm not going to give the address. No. Because their experiences are their own. And like I said, I think it's my parents. <laughs> and so now my parents have their um, final house. And I thought things were going to be much better. Um, and um, I've heard knocks on doors where no one's in that area of the house. And I've heard doors opening and shutting in rooms that no one was in so there's that so i don't know i don't know what to say about any of their houses um i'm just going to assume that since none of them were incredibly negative except for that middle house um that they're all just like guardian angels yeah they just have great energy and it may be ancestors or it could be ancestral i think completely because they're completely fine, to be honest. Yeah, they're chill about it. <laughs> they're chill. I'm the only one second guessing everything ever. And so yeah, I think it's I think it's just family sticking around. Yeah. And watching out. So yeah. Which is a good thing. Um, sorry if you could hear the pug licking his crotch uh during that story, but that's what that noise was. Um other random things before we close out, um when we were at the pizza place last night, I had a pesto pizza. Janice turned me on to that. She loves that pesto pizza. So good. And then my older one in Italy, when they finally got there, um, FaceTimed us and was saying, because she's a picky eater. She was like, oh, my God, I ate pesto. This is the best thing ever. They invented it here. Um, which was funny to me. I don't know. It's one of those little synchronicities. Like, this is a child who would never eat something like that. Um, and then I ate. I thought that was very sweet. I still don't know why these synchronicities exist, but I love them. Um, I also heard, which really resonated with me, you know, we always do our ghost hunting indoors. Yeah. But there really are a ton of outside ghosts. Think about that. I mean, energy can be stuck outside. Plenty of things happen outside. This is true. Um, So I don't know. It's just something you don't think about. You think, oh, I'm outside and there's nothing. But no, you're probably still surrounded by stuff. Um, And then I saw somebody ranting. Um, on one of the other paranormal pages we follow and he was saying he's tired of all the ghost shows always thinking it's a demon yeah and he said you know demons are too busy trying to possess like doing demon shit incredibly (laughs) (laughs) incredibly angsty teenagers or lost souls they don't have time to be like Zach. Yeah, I don't know why you think demons are doing like light work right. and doing like pesky shit. They're they're um, too demonic to be doing that. They got so, ancient stuff to do. Yeah, they got lives to destroy. I don't think they're calling out people's names randomly in their and houses. The spirits there are like, watch this. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna say I'm a demon. It's gonna be hilarious. Yeah, it's gonna be watchable. <laughs> five spiritual dollars that they're going to say that (laughs) we learned so much in this this biz. (laughs) Um, Last completely random thing. We were talking about books before we started recording and I want to recommend an artist, artist, author. um, Because again, we are English teachers. Um, His name's Grady Hendrix. And I may be late to the party, but I have powered through all of his books that exist this summer um, and he's cool because he writes like it's like 80s. Mm-hmm. So it kind of has the Stranger Things, you know, vibe. 
and just like the old 80s slasher movies and his characters one of the books is about the survivors of those different slasher movies mm-hmm. as though those were real things <laughs> and they have a support group uh, and there's one that's awesome about a book club of women my age like southern women and it starts out regular and then they start reading true crime and then of course true crime happens around them but it's a vampire it's this whole thing um but i just i love him i'm trying to get janice to to read him i know i need to stop my thing is i don't give myself a break between books and i'll just go right to the next one and not knowing that it's a series i hate that though when they spring like seven books and you're like you should have told me yeah this is book one out of eight like i did not know i didn't sign up for eight i want three and i want closure i want one yeah. And I want clear. And if I'm not invested in the characters by book two, then I call it I call it a wrap. My favorite one so far is called Horror Store, and it's about a haunted IKEA-like store. That was so good. I read that in one day. So anyway, that's my book recommendation, my author recommendation. If you're listening, hook me up, Grady. And guys, this will probably be. We were discussing this earlier. This will probably be our. Um, season finale of season two surprise um surprise because we want to start fresh each uh year yeah we kind of go by the school year again because that's how our lives operate yeah we are our school spirit <laughs> we are and so we're going to be starting um and this is just a floating title working title but our um dark historical series i love it starting i love um, what you're doing september i love what you're doing <laughs> Your our dark historical series starting um sometime in September. Probably the beginning of September we'll start. Spooky season. Spooky season is upon us. And so look look out for that. And uh yeah, guys, we look forward to doing some new and fun, interesting things with you all this year. And we're also to nine hundred and nine listens, which again for some podcasts is small change, but for us it's a big deal. And we would love to get to one thousand. So if you enjoy us, please you know, tell other people. Yeah, who tell might be your friends. In the same thing. Tell them to um, listen to us on any available podcast site. So we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, Spotify Google Podcasts, Anchor itself. Anchor. I mean, check us out and uh, contact us. You know, be nice, but contact us. Mm-hmm. Share your stories. Ask questions. You want to be interviewed? We would love to do that. You know, anything. We are open to it. And if you want something from Redbubble, a shirt or a sticker, go on there. Normal Paranorm is our store. Um, And again, we'll put anything on there that you want, except for naked pictures. Yeah, we don't do that. (laughs) So, (laughs) yes. Sound engineer is (laughs) speaking. He did get a hat, which is really sweet. So as always, a listener from the UK got a shirt. Yeah. That's right. It's yeah. fantastic. It's so exciting for us when we see that. Yeah. And we're not we're not banking on that. We just we like it. When just you, thanks when for you supporting us. Yes. We are us we are but teachers who enjoy the paranormal. Spread the word. Yes. And as always, you can stay here or go to the light, but you can't come with, with us. us. Bye. Bye. See you next season. We love y'all. <laughs>